2: Do you have any cheese at all? No. <laughs> what a senseless waste of human life.
3: Hello cheeseheads and welcome to the Cheeseman Podcast Preview Show. This is Brendan, your host for the show. The season starts here. Joining me to preview our opening fixture against new look-ish Everton, we have the caller, Owen mate, how are you doing?
2: I can't, don't call me Owen. Can you edit that? Because no one refers to me as Owen; they refer to me as the caller.
3: What are you, Bono? Fucking out, right? No, no, <laughs> I'm
2: not. It's not my thing. It's Franco Jolly's thing. All
3: right. Yeah. I don't
2: give a fuck. You can call me bollocks if you
3: like. Well, there's plenty of things I want to call you. But are you okay? How are you doing?
2: I am doing really good, thank you, uh, mate. Uh, I'm 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 just sipping gin. Just come back from a workout. Uh, absolutely loving life at the moment. Can't wait for the season to start. I just hope I get to use my season ticket at some point this season.
3: We've got the, the Supporters Trust on next week and as we know, they've been fighting the, the the Season Ticket Holders Corner ensuring that at least you get to watch the games at home. So uh, can't wait for that part to come out with uh, Martin and Rachel from the Tottenham Hotspur Supporters Trust will be out midway next week. Back to more present things. Joining caller and myself all the way from Wisconsin is Father Nick Kirsten. Padre, great to have you back. How are you doing?
0: It is great to be back. Cheeseheads, welcome to season three. They decided to let us run the ship for the first time out. Excited about the coming season. Excited about uh, having something else to think about. We've adjusted to the new normal here in the Midwest of the U.S., uh, but there's still some some things hanging out there. So it's good to have something else to think about.
2: Do you know, I actually I specifically requested the Padre. Yeah. to work with on this pod
0: i appreciate that caller that's good news
2: no i've missed you i've missed you
0: well it's good to be missed and now you don't have to i'm here so now that now that you've done this with me we can get through this one and you'll be like oh that's why we don't ask him around so
2: <laughs> brendan now brendan now we've done the introductions is it too early to mention the amazon prime documentary that we both star in in the next three
3: episodes
0: that's well, why I said yes to this, if I'm honest. I was like, those guys got all the star power. Maybe if I come on here, maybe they'll put me on, a, on the uh,
3: dock. <laughs> well, that's the thing. The, the clip they've taken from me is a pod from the three of us, the Burnley preview yeah. from Feb, I think it was. So, yeah, go on. I, I, I sort of milked it in the, the pod with Charlie Edinburgh, so you can do your bit now, Colin.
2: Unbelievable. Well, look, this is, this is Cheese Room royalty right here. Me and you, Brendan, yeah. are, are ultimately the faces of Cheese Room. Screw HG. Yeah, he, he didn't get a look in, did he? No, he did not. Yeah. Mr. Jolly, the famous founder, didn't get a look in, did he? And and finally, Franco, the host with the most in the UK, he didn't get a look in either, did he? No. The caller got the look in. The caller is the man with the sprinkling of stardust that that, that they, they come to. I mean, they did ask me if I would provide the voiceover for the whole series, but I said it was unavailable. <laughs> Tom, Tom Hardy got the gig.
3: Right, right. How many seconds do you have? Just, 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 just to know. How many seconds? Do you At have? least three. three seconds, maybe four. Uh, I'm well. not
2: sure actually. And, and I, I have a bit. question too. How have many? I stopwatch on it. I'll have a stopwatch on it. I'll tell you that much. And the, and that. Don't worry. If if you're listening to this, thinking, oh God, I might miss it. You won't. I'll make sure you don't
3: <laughs> Not to brag but I, I got 19 seconds and as I You
2: have not got 19 seconds
3: I've got 19 seconds and as I tell my wife every night 19 seconds is a bloody long time
2: You did not get 19 seconds no, I'm telling thing. you now there's no way you've got 19 seconds How many seconds have I got? Come on gatekeeper of the seconds
3: It's How many seconds. have I got? It was in the report that, that well, 72 films I didn't
2: read that did I? Do you think I read reports? I barely read the run sheet
3: So Sunday Everton at home it's not a bad opening fixture uh, they are the team that's provided Tottenham Hotspur with the highest number of Premier League points Uh, Padre what are your thoughts on this one we beat them at home in what it felt like it was last week but it was actually in July Uh, so a decent game to pick up three points
0: yeah it's not the best fixture to start out the year with but I think we could do it that game in July was horrible to watch horrible to watch so hopefully this one is a little bit more interesting to watch, but I think we can get the three points.
3: What you think, Paula, are you saying, Carla? Happy with the opening fixture, especially bearing in mind that we have quite a few European ties coming up as well. It's not mm. that taxing a task.
2: not that taxing. I mean, they, they spend so much money on their team and always end up so bad and losing to us, don't they? So I've probably put the kiss of death on it right there. But if you, you've already given the stat about points, if if you, wrote us an opening fixture wish list, that would surely be it, wouldn't it? Because we always beat Everton.
3: Jose has actually never lost a home game against Everton. Uh, he's played 10-1-8, drawn two. Uh, so we have been...
2: now put the kiss of death on it completely. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah.
0: Totally, totally. One um, months later.
3: As we know, we, we we won 1-0 against them in July with uh, Los Celso. I think it was a shot and it goes in off Michael Keane's arse. That was pretty much what happened, wasn't it?
0: Deflected, yeah.
3: Yeah, and they still played Darude Sandstorm after that goal went in. It just doesn't really have the same impact.
2: Listen, that that is a tune. The caller was clubbing, you know, back in the back in the late nineties, early noughties to that. Let me well, tell you. To Rude Sandstorm, what a track. And let's hope it doesn't all go peak tongue. <laughs> so oh. we did there on, on match day for us.
3: And <laughs> <Bloody hell. laughs> uh, so Angelotti he likes to line up four four two with Richarlison just playing off Calvert Lewin. Uh, new signings alert. They've got Alan, James Rodriguez, and Ducore. Uh, Ducore, they could all start. They've got injuries to Holgate, and that's pretty much it. A slight question mark over Fabian Delph, but other than that, a clean bill of health. There was a slight doubt over Gomez, uh, but he's recovered from a slight niggle, which was nothing to do with song. Big news from Everton, as we know, is their transfer activity in the last couple of weeks. Caller, are you concerned by those signings, or is it just same old Everton? I mean, I mean look,
2: they've... <sighs> everyone they sign for big money ends up average, don't they? I mean, can you? I'll ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. When was the last really great signing Everton made for big money? Think uh, of one. Tell me one. Mate, well, Cahill,
3: was, Cahill wasn't really a big one.
2: Yeah, that, yeah, you're right. So I don't think from that perspective, if you look at their track record, we haven't got that much to worry about. Yeah. They're very good. They're a bit like the missus. Very, very good at spending money. But then you go, what did you actually spend? When you try and quantify what, what it's been spent on, you can't.
0: I think that Everton's recruitment policy is the greatest argument for the people who just want Levy to spend money for why that's not the thing that you do. They've even spent money on players I thought were decent before they went to Everton. Right? And they go there and it's like, oh, that person looks decidedly average. You know, and it doesn't matter if they buy somebody I like or don't like, they all kind of end up the same. It's not about spending money. The only thing I would say in this case is that Lodi is a is a good manager. I expect he has a a thing he wants to do. I would be very surprised with the building project they have going on up there if there wasn't something happening where he asked for I want these players or I want I want to have a say in this. So the only thing you think that you could say there is, if he thinks, if we think that these were actually his signings, and he has a specific way he wants to play, that maybe it'll work out okay. Um, the only problem, the good news for that with us is, he just brought all these players in in the last ten days. So even if they play, how cohere? I mean, how coherent are they going to be together? How how unified? right? I I don't know. The cohesion's going to be a problem for them if they play everybody. And if they don't play everybody, they're way less scary.
3: Like I, said, I mean, if you look at their, their track record, so they have the season where they bought in Schneiderlin and Sig- Sigurdsson and Pickford, I think. Maybe Pickford's probably the only one that worked out there. Then the summer yeah. after, they get in. It will be Walcott, I think, was maybe in January. Uh, Bernard Hishalison, Again, like, They've not really kicked on. They signed so, they
0: signed Keane from Burnley too, right? They spent big money on him. It was like he's the next greatest, you know, English centre back, and he went there and he looked very average.
3: He scored a good goal for us, so I'm I'm happy with that one. <laughs> so yeah, there there were question marks over there. I think probably only Ducori will start on on Sunday. I think certainly Hamas Rodriguez will take a while to get up to the pace of the Premier League. He's had such a fall from grace since the Jane, so James. Well, James. James.
2: Oh, Jesus. James. Yes.
3: Hamas, yes.
2: Listen, sunshine. You're not down the Rio del Nero beach. It's nothing more Rio de Janeiro beach. Are you now calling it James? It's James. Yeah. It's, it's James. James. It's, it's, it's James. James. It's,
3: it's James. Col- it's Colombian. How do you pronounce Mora? Angelotti is a box office manager and him and Jose have a good relationship. Caller, do you think that he can deliver for Everton eventually.
2: If you're going to call him Jose every time, you need to call Ancelotti.
3: Ancelotti, <laughs> come on. <laughs> What's your question? My question is about Ancelotti. Like, do you think he's going to deliver for Everton?
2: Do you know, it, it's an interesting one because a lot of people were talking about Ancelotti for the Spurs job when when Jose uh, I was one took of them the, took the role. Um, you were, I remember it. I remember it distinctly. I think the, the accusation levelled at both of them is they're a bit washed up. And, um, yeah. and best days are behind them. So maybe it's the... Um, in reality, Ancelotti's track record's great. Jose, his track record is great as well. So it should be a great showdown. I think Ancel. If there's anyone that can make An- uh, Everton good, Ancelotti is the man. Mm-hmm. Because... He- you know he has got the proven track record. Everywhere he's gone, he's won things or improved teams, and he plays quite a nice style of football as well. So you would like to think, um, as has already been touched on, these signings are actually for something. Yeah, yeah. And they're fun. not. They're not just random. You know, see him sign it. Uh, ones that we've had previously. Um, Big names, you know, stars signing and then just just there for the money. So I would imagine it will be a very challenging game for us, all jokes aside.
3: Yeah, he certainly has pedigree. Pajay, what are your thoughts on Ancelotti? Have you sort of followed his career from the U.S. at all? Yeah,
0: I mean, he, he's been at big clubs, right? So, like, if you're fi- if you're watching from the states and you're watching, you know, Madrid when he was there, or you know, the places he's been are places that you see in American TVs, right? So he's a, a box office draw here too. I was trying to think was it was it him that followed, Jose at uh, uh, at Real Madrid My basically well came in it. with a bunch of players he didn't sign and and made. The, I mean, they were good for a year with him. So what well, I mean, he, he did at Chelsea? He, absolutely, yeah. he, he's he's a talented guy. Um, past it? I don't know. I mean, there's still people looking for his name every time a job opens up. I think he's a good fit for them. It's a good get. Whether he actually helps them get better, I don't know. But if you're trying to start a new stadium and you're trying to do what they're doing up there. You know, trying to compete with the with the red side of town, you need somebody with box office and he's certainly that.
3: So moving on to us, we could see our, the full debuts of Hoybier and Doherty. Uh injury wise, we haven't seen anything of Lo Celso at all preseason, so we can assume that he's out. Caller, what's your likely lineup? Louise in goal, Davies, mm-hmm. Toby, Dyer, Doherty, midfield of Sissoko and Hoybier. Uh with Dele behind Kane, flanked by Son and one of Lucas or Burgwai. Oh, Ergie. So what's your thoughts on the, on the lineup?
2: I think that would be a fairly routine lineup uh, expected. I think that's you are probably on the money really. Um Dier for Sanchez maybe. Hmm. Um uh, Sizoko, do you think that Sizoko will be in? Well, it's either him or Winks. That's it. Yeah, it that's Winx? Uh, that's Winx. A, yeah I see, I would say Winks. I would I would favor Winks over Sizoko. Um and I think he'll definitely try and accommodate Delhi, uh, which which would be the other sort of talking point for me. Lucas and Bervine, you. you take your money you pay your choice really um well,
3: i think that the, the lucas has shown he's he, he presses a lot like i think he's that's one of the things that we saw in his game improve post lockdown was that he was actually closing plays down and and doing a bit of the dirty work that perhaps congratulations, lamella did the
2: congratulations lucas you've become lamella
3: part two HC <laughs> um, <laughs> would say it's an important part of jose's tactics though is that at least one of the front players press Whilst yeah. the other one finds space. So
2: what's what's interesting about the documentary, it's interesting. Mourinho is talking about high press, high press, high press all the time. And mm. for some reason we just don't do it in you know, in those games where he's describing we want high press, high pressure on the it, it didn't really work. It didn't work like it used to under Pochettino. So it's just I do find it interesting that um, Everyone was sort of describing when he came, you know, especially after lockdown, and we haven't seen that bit of the show yet, the bit that yeah. me and you were in, Brendan. <laughs> it would be interesting to see what the tactical switch is in there, because it didn't feel to me like we were pressing those teams at, at high energy, high tempo, like we did under Pochettino. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how we start out this season. I do think on the selection, Doherty and, and um, Hoiberg just give us a completely different, different way of playing, totally different way of playing. So I'm really looking forward to uh, Sunday. I'm really looking forward to seeing this in action.
3: Yeah. There have been sensible signings. And I did make the point in the, the review of the Amazon doc with, uh, with Franco and Charlie Edinburgh, that in the Southampton game, he said, we press high and we didn't. Anyway, um, Padre, what's your thoughts on the lineup? Uh, who do you think will get the nod over? Do you think it be Lucas or Bergwijn or is it much of a muchness? Just...
0: I expect to see Lucas. I mean, we, we know that... Uh, that... Jose likes to, likes to play the same players, right? Mm. He's got a group of P players that he puts on the team sheet. I expect to see those players. I even have questions. I mean, there's been all kinds of talk about Oria on the way out, etc. but I mean, if Doherty's not fully bedded in, if they don't, you may see him here. Um, Winks, you know, he's been out. There was rumors all over the internet that he was one of the people who had COVID, right? If he's not available, you're going to see a Sissoko. If he is available, it could go either way. If they're going to play Hoybier. So it, it just depends on how how that lands, but I think basically that thirteen or fourteen players we're talking about, you're going to see some configuration of that thirteen or fourteen players, and the ones you don't see, if they're available, they'll be on the bench.
3: Yeah. Do you think we'll see Ndombele uh, on the bench? Cause I can't see him playing, starting.
0: I now. yeah. I think he's got to be on the bench. And I would say this: I think mm-hmm. that at this point, we're moving to sell him. So unless he shows something, we're going to sell and him. You but you so? can't. Yeah. But he's not worth anything now. The reason he's not he wasn't sold already is because we can't get anything out of what we put into him if you're going to get that you need to play him and hope that he shows something enough of something that someone's going to want to give you some money for him so i I think at this point even if 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 we're not keeping him you're going to see him get minutes just because we have to have enough to put into a highlight reel to try to sell him for 35 or 40 million right he's going to have to do something in that space this may not be the game for it
2: i just think um ender i don't think they're going to sell him i don't think there's a I don't think we're willing to lose the money on him. So unless he's like has been suggested by HG previously, he's used as a counterweight for another player, um, a player trade. I I just see him staying at the club. And I think to be honest, the first season is always crap for people who come over to the Premier League from, from other leagues generally. Um, That is the general rule. So we do need to see something different from him this season. And you know, I, I I haven't seen anything so far to suggest that Jose can't work with him. What will again be enlightening? Um, obviously, the the bit that in the documentary I I do the voiceover, you know, ahead of Tom Hardy on, um, will be about Endebelle, um, which will be the first I time think, I
3: think that he's been featured because he's precisely. not precisely appeared at all in the first six episodes. Yeah,
2: exactly. So I don't know whether there's like a good chunk of an episode about him. I would imagine there is. Um, and the fans clamour to play him, which there was, and then sort of the disappointment of him and and maybe the sort of pressure and everything that's on him. But we might get an inside look into sort of how Jose views him. Obviously, the Danny Rose thing, <laughs> no one had... any. Well, we had a pretty good guess that that kind of conversation would have taken place with Danny Rose, but he didn't know. And he hasn't been seen since. So I think what you'll see um, behind the scenes with Ender might give us an indication, actually, of, of Willie feature? Is he on his way out?
3: Yeah, there's certainly lots of rumors going around. Uh, Abby Summers, when she was on with, well, with she conv-
2: she was she was convinced, and I would almost love it to go, Abby, you're wrong.
0: <laughs> it, it's going to be interesting, I agree, and I think it, it it would be even more telling if he doesn't appear at all. Right, there's just nothing to tell, okay. and they're trying to protect him and shield him. That might be a really interesting thing because you know it's we spent fifty what fifty seven million or whatever it was on him, right, and then nothing. How do you t- how do you make a documentary about a season and don't talk about a record signing coming into the club? Well, they're it goody. would be telling, right?
3: Spoiler alert, they're going <laughs> to.
0: Yeah, they I mean they have to. But that that how they how they do it will say a lot.
3: Yeah. yeah. Well on, on Danny Rose, I think today we've seen that that Genoa were we did show an interest but then they distance themselves from the rumor that they're going after danny rose probably after seeing episode five uh we we wish danny well like he's been a a good seven for the club over 12 years he was very open and it was the best bit of the documentary so far
0: i i love danny rose i haven't had a chance to watch that episode i have been on record as a danny rose supporter i love danny rose um at least have loved him until whatever nonsense he pulls i saw some clips but i want to see it in context sure but at this point, there's no way he's staying. I mean, even if we have to just jettison no, into the gone. moon on a rocket, he's, he's, gone. Gone. he's, gone. he's gone. I mean, there's, gone. there's no way.
3: Well, let's stick on transfers then. Social media is going crazy. And it's great. Like when other other teams make signings, they're like, oh, they're showing more ambition than Spurs. It's like, come on, guys. Like Aston Villa signed the guy from um, from Brentford. Brentford. Oh, you Watkins, yeah. And they're saying that, oh, it shows that they're showing more ambition than we are. I'm certain we will sign a striker, but look, I want to get your your guys' take. I mean, we're being linked with so many players. There's the bail rumour that's that seems to be gathering no. pace. You reckon no. no? No, as in you don't want it, or no, as in no. it's not going to happen. It's
2: not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I am the ever. I am the absolute optimist. I am um, the perpetual optimist. I am Optimus Prime. Right? It ain't going to happen. The guy is paid. What is it? Six hundred grand. A week after tax, that's a lot of cash. It's a lot of that cash. Is lo- that is a lot of cash. There is no freaking way we would stump up 300k for him, which, let's be honest, is is the best it gets. Think of the damage that would do to our um, mm-hmm. wage structure. Think of the damage that would do to the personalities in the dressing room. You know, all of a sudden, Kane's like second fiddle because some sick note from Real Madrid who used to be... a Oh yeah, just happens to be a club legend like you, Harry, and has decided to come back. But we're paying him hundred grand a week more than you. Well, it's just who not
3: going to happen. Who do you, who do you see coming? I wouldn't mind Diego Costa.
2: Diego Costa, that'd be a great signing. I know I a lot of people would be very negative about it, but what, what a player to put on the have on the bench? Oh yeah, the shit we It would just go next level, <laughs> off the charts. <laughs> I want to, I want to see him, Lascelles, and Mella in the same lineup.
0: Oh my goodness, yeah, the internet would break. <laughs> um, what I would what I would what I would say about this is I think I think that there's a bigger chance for bail now than there has been previously. There I was agree. a zero there was a zero percent chance previously. Now it's a tenth of a percent, right? It's very clear Real Madrid want this over, mm. and they've they've basically telegraphed they're going to pay half his wages. Yeah. Okay, but you still got. I mean, for us and and Collar already laid still out all the problems, grand right? A week, it, it's it's still three hundred grand a week. I mean, it, it, you, I don't see it. I I went on record when we hired uh, Jose to that we that what we were that what I thought was going to happen was that we were going to go full dark side and just own the dark side part. If that's what you're going to do, just own it. I do not I do not like Diego Costa as a human. Like like watching the way he plays, (laughs) I I I I have a hard time praying for him. Right, I just don't. Right. I have backstory with watching him stuff. And on the other hand, I did kind of cheer for him when he was at Athletico. So I guess I kick back and forth, back and forth. Right.
2: Hashtag if we're gonna, pray if, for Costa.
0: If we're, right? if we're going in full full bore on this and we really you're going to be hard pressed to get somebody who would actually come, who would be better. And here's the thing. He is very sick He seems to thrive off negative attention. Mm. Like he's one of those guys who really he, he wants you to hate him, <laughs> right? If, if that's what it is, and that's the way that we're going to go, and we're going to have this harder edge, that I mean, would I'm certainly like that. be a way to do it, right? Higuain, I don't see that. Bale, I don't see, you know, some nameless guy. I, what was the the striker from uh, Napoli? Uh, Milic. Milic? He, he seems like a decent player in Italy, but it's the same problem. We need somebody that's going to come in and do a thing right away.
2: Mm. Who is going to come and sit on the bench behind Harry Kane? You need one of these um, people who the best days are behind them. With, with all due respect, but can still do a bloody good job, like Lorente did for us. You need them to come and sit on the bench. Or And, and to be honest, I'm surprised we let Troy Parrott go out on loan, but I think that loan will do him the world of good. And next season, when we talk about next season... I think then he comes into the mix as well. So that'll that will give you a three, albeit
3: Kane I think might that, be on his way then, but that's another story. Look, Parrott, um, Parrott going on loan, I think it's a good sign. I think he would not have let Parrot go. had If he wasn't going to bring him, another striker. In. Exactly. Absolutely, exactly absolutely. he is. So everyone's absolutely. going mental on Twitter. and But here's the online. thing,
2: the same people that are going mental were the ones in January who were clamoring for us. Do you remember that guy we were very, very, very heavily linked with who scored about 10 goals in Syria? Ah. I think else, what was his name? Piatek, yeah. Piatek. 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 Should we talk about Piatek now? Do you want him? Let's, let's get him in there. You know, mm. we'll end up with a Diego Costa and it'll be because that's the best fit for the side. And that's what Jose wants, not mm. because we can't attract a top striker, but we can't attract one who is at the peak of his powers because of Harry Kane.
0: No, right. I, I think Jose actually has a, a something to do with this, right? If, if, Pacchettino is going to a striker and saying, "No, no, you're going to play." That doesn't mean anything because Kane run, ran him, right? I mean, I, that on some level, I think that this is a little bit different. If Jose calls somebody and says, "Listen, I'm going to get, I'm going to make sure you get 30 games," you know, in a 65 game schedule, you're going to get 30 games for us. That's enough, you know. Like it, especially for one of these guys who's either trying to prove himself, we would not have sent Parrot out on loan if Jose had any idea that he was going to be a player for us this season, right? And we don't have enough strikers. We have to have one. Levy is not dumb. You can say whatever you want about him, right? He's not stupid. We don't send Parrot out unless we had a relative confidence we could bring somebody in.
3: Yeah. Well, gents, let's get your predictions for the Everton game. us start with you. What do you think the score will be at New White Hart Lane, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium on Monday? Sunday, evening?
2: Spurs 3, Everton 1. Because we can't keep a clean sheet. And mm. old, dab- old habits die hard.
3: We did last time we played them, not in, in July, but never mind. Well, I'll take that. Pajay, how about you? They're I've great. got
2: us
0: two. I've got us two one over a scrambling, unfamiliar Everton side. Some of those pieces are moving, and they're just not co- cohesive enough to handle what we've got in terms of organization and being on and being away to us two one us Kane and Deli.
3: I'm going to go two nil. I think that uh, we will keep a clean sheet, and I don't think Everton have got that much going up front and their defense is a bit leaky. Coleman's getting on a bit. Mina's just come back from injury. We can get at them. So I'm going to go 2-0. Cheeseheads, do listen out for the review of what we hope will be an emphatic win over Everton. That will be out Sunday night, Monday morning. And Um, also
2: listen out for uh, Brendan McHurdy and uh, the caller in All or Nothing.
3: Do remember to like, subscribe, comment. Give us a follow on Twitter. Let us know what you think of the pod. We love your feedback. And as ever... Come on, you Spurs.
2: At Call of Cheese Room. Come on, you Spurs.
3: Come on, you Spurs.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network. 18 plus.